Hey, y'all, before we get started, if you haven't connected with us over on Instagram or Twitter, it is at NFTs, number four, newbies. Again, NFTs for newbies. We post a lot of behind the scenes stuff, some extra tips and tricks and education around this crazy world of Web3 and NFTs. Find us on Instagram or Twitter, NFTs for newbies. I hate lingo, like hardcore. So the first time I heard ETH, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? ETH is short for Ethereum, and we are going to tell you what the hell that is and how it relates to NFTs right now. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs, but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey, y'all, welcome to NFT for Newbies. Today, we're going to be breaking down what all of you are wondering, what is ETH? Ethereum, what in the world? I've gotten this DM so much, and I'm not going to lie to you, like just a few months ago, I was literally like crossing my eyeballs thinking, I don't even want to learn what that is because that does not sound like something that sounds like a good time. Ethereum. I don't even um, think you're saying it right. <laughs> I think it's Ethereum. Oh, shoot. Ethereum. <laughs> Well, no, you know, perfect. This is perfect. No, really, Ethereum. You're Ethereum. right. That, d- that does sound better. <laughs> Let's go with Ethereum. Ethereum. Here's the deal, guys. Even if you can't pronounce it correctly, I'm telling you, there are people. I had a friend just yesterday uh, say he bought some a couple of days ago and is already glad that he's making the investment, taking the jump. It sounds super confusing, but that's what we're here for. We're going to be breaking down exactly what it is and how we can use it to purchase this thing called NFTs. I'm going to go ahead and just break down what I have here and then Rich will move it over to you. So this is going to be uh, direct quotes. Again, we are pulling from trusted resources, which are linked in our show notes. But this is what blew my mind, Rich, when researching Ethereum... Do you like how I said that? It's pretty good. I always thought like Ethereum is just cryptocurrency. It's a it's a form of cryptocurrency, which we talked about last week. I didn't know that it was bigger than that. That there it was it was more than a cryptocurrency. This is from investopedia.com. Doesn't that sound like a fun website? Direct quote Ethereum is a blockchain platform with its own cryptocurrency called Ether or ETH. Ethereum and its own has its own programming language called Sol- Solidity. Am I saying that pronounced? I, I struggle. I struggle with words, y'all. Ethereum isn't just a cryptocurrency. It is a platform with a cryptocurrency. Ethereum.org. This is a direct quote. It's a marketplace of financial services, games, and apps that can't steal your data or censor you. So let me break this down into like Heather's language here. Essentially, Ethereum is trying to create a new world in which we exchange things and taking out the third man. So if you think about Uber, Uber is, we need Uber in order to get an Uber, right? Ethereum is trying to create a world where I can book that Uber without Uber. So it's direct taking out the third man. So it's not just a cryptocurrency. It's so much more than that. That is a really good way to explain it, actually. And that that is the goal. That That is all also how I understand it. That is also how I see it working in my dealings with uh, ETH and you know the, the, the way I've managed it. Uh, the other 
thing I wanted to mention about it, just one small piece, it's 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 the newer kid on the block, right? Like after mm-hmm. Bitcoin, you know, which I believe was 2008, 2009 kind of came around, or maybe I have that wrong. I have it somewhere. Well, it doesn't freaking matter. But either way, it was years <laughs> later that other, other kind of cryptocurrencies or forms of cryptocurrencies like ETH came around. And this one stands head and shoulders uh, above the rest. And I'll get into a little bit of, of that. But Bitcoin did have its little explosion, but they're different. And we don't need to get really big into the differences here, but they're not the same. Like you can't, there are certain things ETH can accomplish that you can't not accomplish with Bitcoin. So it's not just necessarily about the monetary value. So Heather was dead right. on earlier when she talked about like how there's different usages. Right. And I think that's, it's important to understand this. And again, this is called NFTs for newbies. You're like, why are you digging into this Ethereum bit? But not only does Ethereum purchase NFTs, it kind of gives, I feel like, the philosophy behind where our consumer behavior is heading. You know, these are NFTs have smart contracts within them. And we'll we'll dig into that a little bit more. But it's really interesting to understand that NFTs are not just digital art. It's not just buying some cartoon. We're going to have future episodes about how this is going to affect real estate and concert tickets and things like that. Like it's, it's freaking crazy. And so it's really important to understand the basis of what Ethereum is trying to accomplish by removing the middleman, just revolutionizing the way that we purchase anything. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is gonna cover a few things and we wanna tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're gonna cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you wanna make money, some of you wanna invest money, some of you wanna make sure your NFTs and your monies are safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want, and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. I got something I came across, and uh, this one I believe was from Bloomberg. Here's a, here's a couple of things. So the market cap for Bitcoin is eight over 856 billion. ETH is at 357, um, and then the next one is at 70 billion. So there's there's certainly a big divide between two and three. Uh, and then there's also you know they're I don't want to say they're not right there, of course, but for being that new with this trajectory, they're really favorable. Now, why is there a trajectory? This is how it relates to NFTs. NFTs are primarily bought and sold with ETH, not Bitcoin, okay, because of smart contracts. I'll get into that in a second. But it is a primary way to buy, and NFTs are Ethereum based. So if NFTs continue to gain steam, so does fucking ETH. There's our quote for the show. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's really important. Here's the other thing I uncovered. Bitcoin is finite. There's only a certain amount of it. 
I right. think there's 25 million tokens or I don't know what. Right. ETH is like, it can continue to grow. Right. That is a huge, huge takeaway. And that's one thing I learned. What do you think about that? Well, I want to preference everything that we're saying right here with, again, if you're new to the show, we are not financial advisors. We are not, we have not studied this in school. We're both in media and doing our own entrepreneurial ventures. But the reason that this is catching our attention is we've had some people that we really trust, uh, people that we're learning from ourselves, and we've actually made quite a bit of money over the past few months paying attention to this. And I had someone yesterday, Rich, say that they felt like they were late to the game. They said, oh, I bought some Ethereum. I'm so late to the game. And I was like, you are early because the amount of people who are just asking these very basic questions of what is Ethereum? You know, what is an NFT? The majority of the world is not caught up and not here. And like we said in previous episodes, it's going to change and it's going to fluctuate the way all of this looks over the next several years. However, I truly believe that this is the new currency. This is where things are heading. So it's very, very, very important that even if it makes you cross your eyes a little bit, even if you pronounce Ethereum incorrectly, that we imperfectly pay attention to this because this is where we're going, whether we like it or not. Now, yes, check this out. I read an article uh, that came out two days ago. It said, had you invested just $5,000... Oh God, don't tell me this. I'm going to cry. If you had invested... $5,000 in Ethereum at the beginning of 2021, your investment would now be worth $22,360. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's like, again, we're not financial advisors or anything like that. There is this upside to just investing in Ethereum, period. Okay. Like, period. However, however, remember what we were just talking about that, like, that is the main quote unquote currency of using uh, or buying NFTs or selling NFTs. Now, I know a guy who after I, I got into, yeah, I, you got into it, I got into it, and we, we had some gains, right? And this guy's like, looks like I should have been investing in NFTs, not Ethereum. You could invest in it itself or what it supports, which is NFTs, which is something right. you should consider. Now, Heather, real quick, I want to get into smart contracts because this is actually superbly important. It might require its own episode. Bitcoin does not use smart contracts. Okay, that's right. really important to know. So here, I'm going to read, and this is from a gentleman named Jake Frankenfield. Okay, and this was published uh, just a couple months ago. What is a smart contract? Number one thing we need to know is it do- Bitcoin doesn't use smart contracts. Okay, so that's, that's why you don't see it in the NFT space, really. A smart contract is a self-executing contract with the terms of the agreement between buyer and seller being directly written in the lines of code. Huh? What the hell does that mean? The code and the agreements contain exist uh, across a distributed decentralized blockchain. Okay. Ethereum in this case, the code controls execution, etc. Here's what you really need to know. It permits trusted transactions and agreements to be carried out among disparate anonymous parties without the need for a central authority. Exactly what you were talking about, right? Uh, sort of central authority, legal system, or external enforcement mechanism. So it's like we're in our own little world, which obviously makes it risky. But at the same time, they're trying to say, like, we're also mitigating the risk because these smart track contracts are made. And I saw a dude on Twitter who's really into NFT saying people who are able to generate the code and all these things for smart contracts to make these, these purchases and exchanges seamless and traceable and where you can't screw over someone else, there's a big business coming in for, for people to be smart contract. I, I think they're actually called miners. So sorry if I'm, I'm not an expert there yet, but that's really important to know. That is a huge distinction. Bitcoin does not use smart contracts. Ether, uh, ETH does. Smart contracts are fundamentally and ridiculously important to 
NFT exchanges and purchases. Right. And we're going to be digging more into this in future episodes. We're going to be talking about what is order miners. What is gas? How do you buy NFTs? How do you pick NFTs? But let me just kind of recap what we've discussed so far. Again, this is NFT for newbies. So we're taking bite-sized pieces here to make it uh, hopefully digestible. I know this may have felt overwhelming, but it's really not. What we said in this episode is that Ethereum is way more than just a cryptocurrency. Okay, Ethereum really is a blockchain platform that is trying to solve for the problem of the third person, the middleman within transactions. And they do this by creating their own cryptocurrency called ETH, right, which we can use to purchase things called NFTs. Within NFTs, which is a digital ad set, it's not just cartoons, it could be tickets, it could be a variety of different things. Within those embedded in the code are these things called smart contracts. So essentially, I could buy a worm, which I have, a cartoon worm that gives me a ticket to a conference. It's not just a worm or a cartoon worm. It's also a ticket and entrance into a conference. It eliminates the third man. I don't have to go to a ticket provider and buy something. The creator sold it to me through their NFT. I bought that through ETH, which is a cryptocurrency. Did I miss anything in that? That is what we covered today. That's it. It's the way in the NFT world, the primary way people trade and use and whatever. That's Only it. other thing to recap is you can invest in it itself and, and not use it for NFTs and probably watch it grow. And we are not financial advisors a million times we have to say that, but that's what it is. Now, in the next couple episodes, we'll talk about how to buy it. Like, what does that look like? How do you do it? And then like, what's a wallet? Because you're going to need a wallet for this stuff. But that's it. I got to get my pod deck. Oh, where is it? Where is it? No, this is your turn because last time I asked. All right. So, hey, guys, I have this interview deck. It's called Pod Decks. It's an interview deck uh, from a, a great guy we know uh, from Podcast Movement. But let me pick a card, any card, and the the... You can't change the question. The question is, actually, here, I'm just going to shuffle it and you're going to read it. I'm not even going to look. Okay. What upcoming life event are you excited about? Oh, man. Well, (laughs) at the time of this recording, in 24 hours, I'm supposed to be in a beautiful place in Mexico to celebrate my 40th birthday, which was last year at this time. (laughs) And there's potential health concerns for that thing that's going around. And we are trying to figure out a way to go get uh, very to make sure that we are not going down there and getting stuck down there. Although there was worse things, man. Like, I mean, like being stuck in paradise. I mean, come on. But I'm looking, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. So we will assume and we are going to put positivity out into the universe of this recording saying uh, I will be in Tulum, Mexico tomorrow with my wife having some time alone to just chill and regroup. That's what I'm looking forward to. That is a life event for me. 